This content is for listeners 18 years of age or older. Hello, I am Mr. A. And I am Mrs. A. And we're a very happily married couple. We've been together for 10 years. And we entered the swinging lifestyle after eight years of monogamy. We're here to help you on your journey if you're considering entering this lifestyle. So our first experience with a couple outside of the club was K and C, the first couple that we ever played with. So we started in July 2020. Later in July, we were having conversations. We were chatting with them. Yeah. This is the couple that we were talking about the first time that we went to the club and having sex with them for that yes. night. So we ended up hooking up with them again the following month. They were very nice. They would communicate with us, not every day, but they would send us messages. And because we told them that we were super new and they were like the first couple ever that we had sex with. Yeah. So they were super nice to us. They would keep in touch with us very often. And then they came back close to our place. And then we met with them again. I thought it was very interesting chatting with them because we had never done this before. Yeah. So we were having these four-way sexy chats with these other two people. And it was surreal to have this woman saying things to me <laughs> yeah. with my wife there in the chat and me saying things to her and her boyfriend saying things to Mrs. A and Mrs. A saying things to him completely takes you into a different kind of world. And for us, I think it was like a secret, you know, that we had and like nobody yeah. knew about yeah. it. And because we were both in it, it was just fun, you know, and yeah. it was really exciting. And it was nice to to see that other people actually did want to talk to us and to hang out with us. And they were a sexy couple. Uh KNCK, um, uh, she was very curvy and I really liked that. And, um, she had a very large clitoris <laughs> and I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> That's one of my, yes, he is. one of my fantasies. I really like that. Oh, and she was also the first woman ever that squirted, remember? Oh yeah. 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 First time. Uh, yeah. We had squirting. I didn't even know that that was real. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, C, he was a fitness buff, yeah. as as am I. He had tattoos, and he was super fit, and he was probably about, what, 6'2", I think. He was a, just a big guy, full head of hair, you know, just a, a total Ken. So, yeah, so they were they were a fun couple, and we were attracted to them. They were really interesting to talk to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like a nice that. experience. So we did have a nice experience with them. First experience, and then I think they tried really hard to make our transition be easier, and they were extra nice with us. Yeah. So the next couple was in August, and that was J and D. J and D were really fun. D has a crazy sense of humor. He could dance. He could twerk. <laughs> <laughs> He had a, such a he great was very situation. entertaining. The conversations were very entertaining, you know, Super fun. Yeah, and that's how we discovered that, like, using gifts in a conversation describes so much of your personality. What type of humor you have, whether you get other people's jokes. Sometimes texting or messaging can be, like, so written, you know, and people can read it in a different way, and they don't... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of yeah. communication lost in there. Yeah, gifts can be used so creatively you know it's funny i was thinking that we kind of learned that from him and now being admins for swinger groups we now use those gifts and memes and all kinds of humor and we kind of got that from d he taught us how to be fun yeah in in the lifestyle he taught us that you can be fun in the lifestyle and they were like very transparent his personality was very transparent and his wife jay 
Again, she had a great personality. She was super duper laid back, just very sexually uninhibited. So she was a lot of fun. She was just turned on because she loved sex. So she reminded me a lot of the way Mrs. A is, just very down to earth and grounded when it comes to sex. So then our next experience was with another couple that we actually met on the SLS app. We start communication through there and then we exchanged phone numbers and then we ended up becoming friends on Facebook. That was, again, another fun experience. Our first date with them was in a nudist resort. So what better way, I always think, to meet somebody than have no filters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Complete vulnerability. Yeah. You're naked. It was like the first time for us to go to a nudist place. Yeah. Let alone like meeting somebody there. <laughs> and I have to say, I thought it was going to be a much wilder experience than it was. I thought I was going to be more nervous. But once you get there, you realize that everybody is naked and it would be kind of silly to have clothes on. So once you take your clothes off, you're immediately comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You forget that you're naked, you know, yeah. like, and you just go on with your life. And that was fun. It was really, really hot, but they had uh, water volleyball. Water volleyball. Yeah. And that, that I know the first that yeah. we've never done. And we actually enjoyed it quite a lot. There was a lot of people there playing with us. And uh, we ended up just having a lot of fun, just drinking and mingling with other people. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And while we were there, there was another couple who tried to steal us away from the couple that we were there with. You know, it kind of threw us off because when we initially went to the place, everyone told us this is not a place for swingers. It's just a nudist resort. Mm -hmm. So keep that on the down low. But this couple approached us pretty aggressively, yeah. pretty aggressively. And we actually exchanged information. Yeah, and um, we were actually going to meet with them later yeah. there again, and it, it just yeah. never happened. But later that night, the place really woke up, and it turned into a big make-out session <laughs> yeah. at somebody's camper. We were right in the middle of it, and it was great. It was, yeah, it was another, really fun. Another new experience. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, although it was so hot, and the underboob sweat was, yeah, it was pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> After CNH, we went back to that couple, uh, J and D, and met him one second time. This time, again, we traveled uh, about four hours to meet them. And um, we ended up getting another room, and it was really nice. And then they uh, ended up staying the night over with us. Oh, yeah. That was a fun night. I don't think we saw them again after that. They got really busy. They got into their business. Mm -hmm. And then when they were ready to play, we had just moved on we been, yeah we meet so many people knc was july jnd was august cnh was september and then back to jnd and this is october now so you know this is and then in between we were month. probably going to the club too yes remember we yeah, were trying we're to like still... explore as much as we could oh yeah we packed about five years <laughs> worth of experiences in, into that first year so yeah so we did go back to jnd and then we didn't see them again actually i want to say something so Right after we ended up going back to uh, J&D and traveling and stuff, we came back and I needed to take a break. I had a very demanding job. It paid really well and that's why we were able to travel so much, you know, and party so much. But it was very demanding and also I started feeling like I didn't have enough time with Mr. A and I wanted to take that break. I felt like I kind of needed to reconnect with Mr. A and I felt like... We needed some time together, so we stopped, and then the holidays came, you know, and so we just kind of slowed down. Didn't do much through the holidays, and it was mainly because of that, because I wanted to just kind of slow down a little bit. 
Yeah. Yeah. But also what spurred that on was our last encounter with Yeah. With, with J and D. J and D. With J and D. Yeah. On our second time that we met with them and we traveled this for hours to this other city, I ended up not having a very good experience. It was the first time ever that I felt jealousy. And honestly, now I don't know if it was jealousy or just felt ignored, you know, um, and it just didn't turn out to be the experience that, that I was expecting from our previous experience with them. And it just turned out to be very different. We ended up doing more things together during, you know, daylight vanilla things. And, um, we actually ended up going to a sex store, remember? But, oh, yeah. um, I forgot about yeah, that. but once it came down to the sex, when I saw Mr. A with Jay, there was something that I had never seen my husband give to another woman that he always only gave to me. <laughs> so it was the first time that I had fucked somebody really hard. For me, it was a great experience. Uh, and I thought, you know, oh, this is great. We can now talk about this because up until then, uh, Mrs. A had had some pretty good experiences. Guys would see her, they get excited. And they just love it. So she in turn loves it. But I wasn't having those experiences. I was playing with women. But I hadn't found anyone who really made it happen for me yet. Mm -hmm. And like we said before, we had such a great sex life. So the bar was super duper high because hard to find someone who can please me the way my wife can. And Jay actually did it this time. It was the first time that Mrs. A had seen that. She's seen it quite a few more times <laughs> since, <laughs> since then. then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, a new experience. It was a new experience. And then um, that was just one part of that night that I did not feel very comfortable with. I kind of thought, well, you know, maybe I can move on from this. So then I went to the guy, you know, to to kind of start something. And he literally was so in focus into seeing Mr. A and his wife, you know, fucking that he just kind of like pushed me away. Not rudely. I just kind of felt that, you know, and, and at that moment right away, I just kind of felt like what is going on, you know, like what's happening here. So then as soon as I started feeling uncomfortable, I just couldn't, I just couldn't continue because then that makes me mad at Mr. A. But in reality, yeah. It wasn't his fault, you know, like it was just something that happened to me, not to him. So it was just weird. It was, I just didn't like it at all. It left a very bad taste in my mouth. It actually took me a while to understand what was happening. You know, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember it took you some time to actually work through it. And finally, when you told me, you know, I thought, wow, I didn't realize that you were even still analyzing this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have to say this was not their fault. It wasn't. You know, this was something that I felt. It happened to me. Like I said, nobody else was feeling that way. And I did. So I had to understand that. I had to understand first what happened. You know, like, so something happened that made me uncomfortable. Obviously, nobody else was uncomfortable. And, uh, and then I started thinking all these things, you know, and, um, trying to analyze what was happening because I am not a jealous person. You know, I've, I've never been. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, I've seen women flirt with my husband, even when we were just, you know, vanilla. And it just, I, it never occurred to me to be jealous, but this time there, it was something different. And, uh, and I wasn't like mad. It was of a different feeling. So then I understood that it was jealousy. And then I also was like, the whole experience didn't really connect with my morals. You know, when they say, so when something doesn't connect with your morals, you're, you feel it, but you really, 
sometimes can't even tell what it is because you don't understand that. I felt ignored, but I was trying to analyze whether it was a, a bad thing that happened to me. There was drugs involved and stuff, and perhaps that made me uncomfortable. And I didn't even realize it, you know, and yeah. it was just, uh, uh, it, it was like a little bit here and there and then everything together just kind of didn't. And then, you know, I had this experience seeing you that some, doing something that I've never seen. So everything together was like overwhelming, you know, and, and I had no idea what it was. So I realized that it was jealousy. I talked to my husband about it. Um, we worked through it, you know, and, and I told him how it made me feel. Um, and the great thing about it was that once we talked about it, you know, he immediately said, I will never want to do something that makes you feel that way. If you ever feel this way, you need to tell me because that's not what we're here for. So that really helped to make me feel good again. You know, it made me feel like, yeah. okay, like nobody's taking his attention from me. You know, it's just me that I thought that that was happening. And then we just kind of moved on. But I never wanted to go back to them because I still, <laughs> I trust my intuition a lot and there's still something you know that that i can now be like 100 percent to say yeah you know let's try it again yeah so after we talked about this i thought well i guess i can't really give women my best i can't really yeah i really fucking I remember hard. that <laughs> yeah and see that also helped me realize that that's not what i want to take away from my husband you know that's absolutely not like i want him to have as much pleasure as i do and then I thought, okay, well, then if he finds someone who makes him feel that way, that only means that that's making him happy. So I have to understand that, you know, and uh, that's, yeah. I think when I realized that it was jealousy, you know, and I was like, because I didn't want my husband to feel left out or that he could never have something, you know, because again, that's not what we're here for. So things have changed um, since that experience. But it did take me a little while to kind of come in terms of what happened to me and, and understand how it affects everybody and understand that I am number one all the time. He's never going to go away. But I think that part in me came out because of my previous experiences with men. Like, oh, okay, you know, like, <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> so then we moved on from J&D, but that was October. And... I think we were really kind of winding things down with them around November as far as conversations and things. Pretty much got busy, you know, November and December. It was the holidays. We didn't play with anyone. So we ended the year with not playing with anyone. So that was 2020. It was KNC in July, JND in August, CNH in September, JND in October. And that was it. We jumped back in in January. Of 2021. Yeah. January 2021. <laughs> And that was when we met J and K. <laughs> yes. They and are uh, super cool people. We they, are still friends. We call them our sex besties. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they are so much fun. We hang out with them any chance we get. But they live, what, 250 miles away? Yeah. It takes Something us about... Um, about two and a half yeah, hours. To get to them. But they are a mm. couple who we've actually didn't even realize that we started to see more often than anybody else um we would see them like every two months well especially because we're not that far away either and up until now you know they still come to visit us and we haven't been to visit them in a while but we're planning on doing it again yeah but they are very open-minded you know and welcoming and yeah they're yeah. they're just super easy to be around and we're both really attracted to both of them jay is very cool and 
he's so animated and entertaining. <laughs> yeah. That's just the word that I have to use. He's interesting. Super smart. Yeah, he's really smart. And good looking. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget about that. Like Mrs. A said, she thinks that he's really good looking. He's also really funny. And Kay is, she has sexy. all the, yeah, she's very <laughs> sexy. She has all the stuff that I like. A big butt. Her boobs are literally the size of my head. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> they're just like the kind of boobs that gets everybody's attention for miles away. <laughs> you can't even believe that they're real. We saw them in pictures because we met them on SLS also. Yes. So we saw them in pictures and pictures are one thing, but to see something like this in person, it's pretty insane. And then they were really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Just welcoming and yeah. when they try to make things easy for everybody, you know, like Jay, he is very attentive to everybody, you very know, making sure, yeah, that everybody's okay, you know. And so the first time that we saw them, they knew that we were pretty new, you know, to the lifestyle, and they were very nice to us. They had a few games that we played to break the ice, and from there we started playing games all the time. <laughs> yes, they introduced us to Swinger Jenga. And we play Swinger Jenga all the time now. If you don't know what Jenga is, it's where you pull in the blocks and you try to keep the tower from falling. Mm-hmm. And you just keep building it. You pull out a block and you put it back on top. And then you pull out another block until you have all these gaps and eventually the thing is going to fall. So you just write different things, different commands on each block. Take off your shirt or make a rule. Give someone a blowjob. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gets things going without forcing things to happen. So we started taking it to the club that we go to. And actually, I think Jay and Kay, they brought it to the club. Yeah. It was the first time that we had seen it used in a club, an actual <laughs> yeah, swinger we club. Thought, what a great idea. Yeah. So after that, we thought we should keep bringing this. Yeah. Uh, so I brought it the last last two times, I think. It's fun. It, it gets things going. It gets people naked. Yeah. It the more people there is, the funner it gets. Yeah. It doesn't always lead to play, but it does always lead to meeting new people and seeing new mm-hmm. boobs and, <laughs> and penises. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It always leads to touching new people because that's just part of the game. Whenever I pull a block and I get to make a rule, my first rule is titties out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Titties out. Yes, that's true. So overall, we had a great year, I think. It was definitely a great year. It was it was a learning experience, and yeah. we had so many adventures. But not only that, though, you know, the interaction with other people was great. We had great experiences. We got to travel. We got to learn a lot. But it also helped us grow a lot in the lifestyle. You know, we had rules to begin with. From the very beginning, uh, we did some research. Well, Mr. A did most of the research about, you know, how to go about this stuff. So we learned a lot. And then with the help of the other couples, we learned a lot too. So I think that as partners, we benefited a lot, you know, from that. Because even when there was that episode of jealousy, it helped us communicate. You know, it helped, yeah. it, it helped me to understand what was happening with me. So then if then there was another time in the future, I wouldn't know exactly how to control that. But by now, he knows exactly what I am comfortable with. But as the time has gone by, it just evolves. The rules evolve. You get rid of some rules. You add some other ones. And it's just been great in our relationship. It has helped us a lot to communicate way, way better and openly. Yeah, that's true. I thought we communicated well before, but we had to really kick it up a notch, a a few notches in order to to navigate having sex with other people and making that 
make sense and realizing that that does make sense. Yeah. It really does make sense. You just have to get past all of your societal ideals and actually look at things and think, well, why aren't we doing this? So when we thought, what reasons should we not do this? We couldn't come up with any reasons within ourselves. Mm-hmm. All the reasons outside of ourselves were things that other people, it was their ideals. Yeah. Well, you're married. You should just be with your partner only. Well, who says that? You know, a marriage is a partnership. You can do what you want in your partnership. It's whatever you want it to be. It's your marriage. So if you want to get married and live completely separately, you can do that. (laughs) If you, if you want to sleep with 10 people at a time, you can do that as well. So we realize that we know that it's, it's unusual for a lot of people, but for the people who are involved, the people who are in the lifestyle, it's not unusual at all. It's, we love sex. We love each other. I do think a lot of people, they're afraid to get into the lifestyle because they think, well, what if somebody leaves somebody for that other person? But generally, that's not going to happen. Yeah, Um, but that's why you need to communicate with your partner, you know, what you want. Have a set of rules to go by, you know, and then see what works and what doesn't. Never force anything. Actually, the first year and up until now, I've learned that you don't have to have a date and have sex with them. You know, just go meet each other, you know, and see if you guys vibe. If you don't, then don't waste anybody's time, you know, and move on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's always no expectations. Yeah. Uh, we always say that to people, and we found that that's kind of like the mantra in the, the swinger lifestyle. Let's get together, no expectations. We all know that we're just going to meet, we're going to talk, and, you know, we may end the night early and say, hey, it was nice meeting you, or we may say, hey, Do you guys have a room? Let's go and check it out. Yeah. And as a woman, I have to say that going back to the very beginning of how we, how this whole thing led to us wanting to try the lifestyle, it was a different time in my life when I was super, super busy. I was coming home late uh, from working. And like I said, it was a very demanding job. And Mr. A and I would just come home, you know, and do the normal thing that all couples do, you know, just have dinner and watch TV or do something else and then fall asleep. I think our relationship kind of started getting like that a little bit because of my my job. Like so then, routine, very yeah. routine. So as a woman, I felt like I was being kind of ignored too, you know, a little bit. Even though that may not have been happening, I felt that way. But not so much because Mr. A wasn't paying attention to me. It was mostly because I wasn't home and therefore I wasn't spending as much time with Mr. A. Because we've been always doing things together. We're super yeah. tight. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're constantly together. Yeah. We're, we're best friends. Yeah. But we're also lovers and married. So yes, it was a, a little different for her to take such a demanding job and be gone that much and then start getting to know other people you know all of a sudden this dude comes in with this this personality personality, Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like oh wow you know like it's entertaining and i'm saying this because it can happen to anybody and just know that there are solutions to this stuff you don't have to go cheat yeah (laughs) you know we always say that the people would just get into the swinger lifestyle and allow their partners to to do what they want to do I can't tell someone to not be jealous, but I guess I could say, look at it like this person chose to marry you. They want to be with you for the rest of their lives, but that doesn't make them stop being attracted to other Mm -hmm. people. It just doesn't work like that. Sex and love is, they're two very different things. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. think about it when you are dating, you have sex with a bunch of people and that doesn't necessarily mean that you love them. Exactly. Yeah. It's just sex. You're just having sex. 
Well, you're doing the same thing, except your partner knows about it and they're okay with it. Exactly. And that's, that's what this lifestyle is. It's, it's, you know, you just get to have sex with random people, but you have this person that you love and you give your actual attention to. And that the lifestyle can make sex with your partner so much better. Yeah, a lot better. So such a whole different thing that you never thought you could have. People bring their energy, you know, and you learn a little bit of everybody. You learn to feel more comfortable with yourself. I feel way more confident than before. You know, I feel like, again, as a woman, I had body image issues, you know, and, and now just to know that this body is just a normal body, you know, like <laughs> that, that had kids and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not attractive anymore. Like, I mean, like, wow, I, my self-confidence just went up the roof. It's you know, like, not just a normal body. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why. Well, women... by normal, I mean like I've had kids, you know, I, I have stretch right, marks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have been overweight and then lost weight and overweight again. You know, I've but had no a lot one, of. No one sees that. She has but I a do, great <laughs> body. If you visit our website, pineapplelinks.com, there's a link on there to our, our Instagram website. And, uh, so when I talk about Mrs. A having, having a great body, it, <laughs> If you want to see what that looks like, <laughs> pineapple links on Instagram. And again, I, I don't know why women do that to themselves. They think that they need to lose weight or they need to do this or do that. Because um, of society, you get know, bigger how... boobs, get smaller boobs. Guys just like <laughs> a naked woman. And I've learned that guys will never get tired of looking at pictures of naked girls. You know, like yes. it, it, it will always be news to them. <laughs> In the chat groups that we're in, it's just constant people uploading pictures of boobs and butts and, you know, <laughs> dick pics and... Titty Tuesday, Taco yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got Milf Monday, Titty and Taco Tuesday. Man Meat Monday. Wang Wednesday and Hump Day. Thick Thighs Thursday. Fishnet Fridays. Oh, yeah, Thirsty Thursday. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of them. I was trying to them. think what was the other one for Thursday. So, to conclude this podcast, for me, the experience of being in the lifestyle. It has added a lot of value to my personal life and to us as a couple. You know, it's we've met a lot of people, really cool people, um, friends yeah. who will be there for you. It's nothing but fun. Everybody wants to be comfortable. Everybody wants to have fun. Most of the couples that we hang out with, they have very good communication between them. They're mature yeah. and they know exactly what they want. And you have to understand that that relationship that you have with your husband, if you have a great relationship, it will never be different as long as you guys communicate and love each other. If you're trying to come into this lifestyle because you have problems already, you will only add more problems to your life, you know, to your marriage. Um, you don't convince anybody to join it as you either want to do it or you don't. And that's all there is to it. Yes. But we are looking forward to keep on swinging for many, many years. For the rest of our lives. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's definitely, I, I think once you do it and you do it right, you go into it informed and you communicate with each other and you have to tell each other everything. You know, how did you feel about this? What did you think about that? How do I feel about this? And things will pop up. I've messed up a few times by jumping the gun or doing something that Mrs. A didn't like, trying to plan something with people. It's the learning curve. Mm -hmm. So you learn what you are comfortable with and what you're not. And you talk about those things and you just stop doing those things. Yeah. 
and the experience becomes more enjoyable that way. Yeah. So communication is key. Yes. I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope that we give you some information. I know it was a lot of information, but our first year had a lot of experiences. Sometimes we're into it a lot. Sometimes we take a few breaks. Sometimes we're just slower and it just depends what happens in our lives. But I hope you guys enjoy this. I look forward to the next episode. And if you have any comments or you would like us to talk about something, please let us know. All right. Have a great night, guys, and have a lot of good sex. Yes. Bye. Bye, guys.